Hello and welcome back. If you are new to the podcast, this is Janya Wongsopa. I am an evolutionary astrology student, an embodiment teacher, and a soul guide. I offer a soul-centered interpretation of the planetary archetypes to help orient you toward nature, wisdom, and your soul journey on Earth. So it is the new season with Sun entering Taurus this week. Let's take a moment to just feel into all the difficult, transformative, and surprising experiences we have gone through during the previous months and since last year's Taurus season, maybe even the Taurus season of 2020. Do you remember what you were feeling back then? It's been tough for all of us and we continue to face difficulties collectively. We have had to deal with temporary and permanent losses as well as the ongoing uncertainties. Our lives have changed permanently in some ways, yet I am grateful for all of it. The planetary archetypes have been luminous guides that light the way for me. They have taught me to trust my soul timing and to use my will consciously by choosing lovingly the thoughts and actions that release karmic bonds and unite my soul and the spirit. Last week, after the beautiful road trip with friends and settling down to my new teaching schedule, I finally felt like myself again. (sighs) Things have been strange in the last two years. And like many, I was on a defense and had to take changes as they came. Finally, I am feeling like I can be still as opposed to preparing for the next unexpected change. I can relax more into my new routines, enjoy more sense pleasures, and plan for the future what my heart really wants to experience. So the letting go is ongoing as we welcome in more changes and new experiences. The Pisces energy of emotional release is necessary for renewal. What are you doing to help you disentangle from what you can no longer carry? Emptiness is a scary place. It certainly is a scary place for me. And I hope this podcast and the services I offer bring you some ease and lightness comfort and inspiration. So before diving into this week astrology, I want to mention two new services which I am very excited to offer. You can now book private sessions with me to learn more about how you can work with the planetary archetypes to build both faith and free will. The first program is called Venus Enchantment 
And through this program, you will learn about what your astrological archetypal Venus has to reveal about your relationship patterns and the capacity for receiving pleasure, comfort, and abundance, and how your unique blueprint for material abundance, self-love, and relationship harmony can support your soul journey of regeneration and wholeness. The second program is called Jupiter Magic. You will learn about what your astrological archetypal Jupiter has to reveal about your belief system, intuition, synchronicity, and spiritual success, and how your unique blueprint for felicity, prosperity, and wisdom can support your soul journey of regeneration and wholeness. Please visit my website for details. The link is in the show note. Now let's learn about the overall planetary energies of this week and how we can consciously embrace the current life lesson and soul healing. This podcast episode is an astrology forecast for Monday, April 18th to Sunday, April 24th of 2022. It is a deeply soulful week. The lunar north node in Taurus aspecting Saturn and Mercury creates conversations about physical mastery versus helplessness, self-reliance versus codependence, self-love versus self-abandonment, and core values versus commercial values. These aspects or conversations occur at 24 degrees in the final decant of the fixed signs, Taurus and Scorpio, where the lunar north and south nodes reside respectively, and Aquarius where Saturn resides. For many of us, our physical foundation has been shaken loose to the core due to the ongoing pandemic and more recently the war in Ukraine. It's been difficult to make even a trip plan because who knows when the next outbreak will occur or when the war will be over. I am planning a trip to visit my family in Thailand uh, right now and it's it's a little bit scary because um, there's a lot of COVID in China and I believe in Asia generally, but I am planning to go in August and, you know, that's a few months away. So who know um, what would happen then? And so that's what I mean when I say it's, it's, it's hard to plan anything and we are just playing um, defense and have been um, playing defense for the last couple years. We are presented with narrowing choices as if being guided 
to create particular outcomes according to the current limitations, which is in itself a uh, grace. So you know, a lot of time for me, at least, um, when things don't go as planned, things end up for the best, and. When I was able to surrender to the situations, I was also able to really appreciate the synchronicity and the grace and the beauty of the spontaneous magic. Something that I could not have planned for. Saturn, the planet of physical limitation and self mastery. Is making the biggest impact this week as they make an exact square to the north and south nodes of the moon. This aspect inspires the theme of the week's astrology reality check. It is a choice point where the past and the future collide. And where we need to decide what kind of reality we want to live in, the pressure has the power to realign our outer reality toward not just what truly resonates with our pulsating heart and expansive mind, but also what we are capable of. Building and maintaining physically. Merriam-Webster defines reality check as quote something that clarifies or serves as a reminder of reality, often by correcting a misconception. Unquote. Saturn works in a seven-year cycle as they take about. 29 years to orbit around the sun. 28-29 years at birth and until seven years of age, Saturn is in a new phase, like a new moon, and correlates to the Aries energy. At seven to fourteen years old, Saturn is in a first quarter square phase, which correlates to the emotional Cancer from fourteen to twenty-one years of age. So this is like the waxing half moon phase. Saturn is in a full phase, like a full moon, and connects. To the interpersonal energy of Libra, at age twenty-one to twenty-nine years old, Saturn is in the last quarter square, or the waning half moon, and relates to the energy of responsible Capricorn, the sign ruled by Saturn. Between age twenty-eight to thirty. Is the period known as the first Saturn return? At the period of Saturn return, many of us experience a compelling force that unravels our lives and transforms us from a child to an adult. The transition from childhood to adulthood. 
can be jarring for those of us who refuse to grow up. However, if we take heed and allow the reality to set in, we can take the responsibility of building our own lives instead of relying on our mom or dad or any other authority figure who can show up as a lover, a teacher, a friend, or any other whom we give our power to can be our own parents even because real life is too difficult to take on. Without the shift from childhood to adulthood, maintaining a healthy physical life beyond the first Saturn return and surviving beyond the second Saturn return, which occurs between the age of 56 to 60, are unlikely. But as long as we are living, there is never too late to check in with the reality and work with Saturn to build grit and embrace grace in this lifetime and for the next. The grace of Saturn has to do with not just our ability to work with the limitations we face, but also our willingness to let others experience the reality check in their own timeline. We are not here to parent those who need to cultivate parental skills themselves. Saturn relates more specifically to a father figure. At the first Saturn return at age 30, we must become our own father and provide for ourselves, or we end up carrying the daddy issues into the second Saturn return. The fact that the phrase quote-unquote daddy issues is often used in ways that belittle or gaslight women reflects the collective's daddy issues which is stemmed from centuries of unhealthy excess patriarchy. Daddy issues are authority issues. Authority issues are diagnosed as ODD or Oppositional Defiant Disorder. According to Mayo Clinic, symptoms of ODD include any angry and irritable mood, argumentative and defiant behavior, and vindictiveness. Reality check. If we were able to stand in our sovereignty and provide for ourselves, we would not be irritated or angered by those whom we submit to in exchange for safety, protection, and provision. 
authority or father figure is necessary for a person and a society to function because we cannot survive alone. We need each other, and whenever we provide our effort, however small, to contribute to our own and others' lives, we become a daddy ourselves. Saturn. As the ruler of Capricorn, which is a Yin sign, and the cardinal Earth element provides the Yin or physical nourishment. In this way, they are not dissimilar to Venus, the ruler of Taurus, also Yin and an Earth sign. Reality has to do with materiality and physicality. All. Earth signs invoke limitation, along with the power aspect of Saturn. Square lunar nodes, the fixed Earth Taurus, also holds the most gravity this week as the Sun leaves Aries and enters Taurus on Tuesday, April nineteenth. In addition, lunar north node, Mercury and Uranus are all in Taurus and harmonizing with all the planets in Pisces, Jupiter, Neptune, Venus, and Mars through the sextile aspect, and this makes the Earth sign, which relates to reality check. Right, the strongest、um, energy for the week. We can imagine and dream all kinds of things. There is no physical limit on fantasy, yet it is more common for us to dream similarly to the reality we are already living in. There is wisdom in mental limitation. If we were all knowing spirit. Without a human suit, then how would we acquire wisdom? Self-restraint is necessary for personal, professional, and even spiritual wisdom and success. All the earth signs, even the more mental and mutable Virgo, remind us that life has an expiration date. As long as we are a body. We live in the time and energy constraint. The archetypal Saturn and Venus, when embodied, support us in building, maintaining, and ending our life most effectively, pleasurably, wisely, and meaningfully. Their work echoes through. Many generations and affect our future lifetimes. Reality check comes after and not before an impediment. Collins Dictionary suggests that quote if you say that something is a reality check for someone, you mean that it makes them recognize. The truth about a situation, especially about the difficulties involved in something they want to achieve, unquote. Truth also has a limit. The constraint of truth is its staying power. Collective truths upheld 
a century ago or personal truths found a decade ago are unraveled today. Saturn is his story. An excellent story is proven and time-tested. It affects not just the current reality, but also the far future. Hence, both history and truth repeat themselves like the repetitive orbital journeys of the planets, yet completely current and new. This week begins with Venus in Pisces, sextile Uranus in Taurus. It ends with Mercury in Taurus, sextile Uranus in Taurus. The week's astrology reads like an elegantly written novel. There are chapters on hardships and traumas, yet the book's cover Imagine the varying shades of blue and purple representing dreamy ocean and misty clouds connecting to the uh, Pisces sign. Its prologue and epilogue as well as its pulsating heart convey the essence of the story that is about self-love, personal triumph, and divine alchemy, all things related to Pisces and Venus. So while the restrictive Saturn archetype gives us a reality check, they also motivate us to work through the difficulties involved in building the reality we truly aspire for and deeply desire to manifest, achieve, and succeed. Now, let's look to the individual transits and aspects for guidance on how to work with and not against our reality in order to actualize our dreams. On Monday, April 18th, Venus in 14 degree Pisces sextile, Uranus in 14 degree Taurus at 12.15 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Venus in Pisces is profoundly compassionate and heart-centered. As they sextile with Uranus in Taurus, their attention turns toward integrating spiritual aspiration with human innovation for advancing collective self-preservation. Uranus, the planet of revolution, commands changes in the resource infrastructure. The vibrant electric force of Uranus is striking down the old tradition and bureaucracy with newer and greener technologies. The current surge in the interest for electric trucks among the U.S. farmers is a contrast to the USPS decision made by the conservative postmaster general Louis DeJoy to order 50,000 new delivery vehicles and only 10,000 of which will be EV. 
electrical vehicles, the environmentally and economically concerned citizens are already shifting to greener alternatives. Ford had to increase its production volume of their first all-electric trucks. Farmers have been embracing technologies for a long time. Auto car was the first major truck manufacturer to introduce electric trucks and launched a fully electric terminal tractor back in 1923. Venus sextile Uranus is the aspect of spontaneity in creativity and relationship. How might you allow your inner genius to come out and play? Are you aware of any newly emerging desires which incite you to take spontaneous action in an unexpected direction? Are you open to new possibilities, becoming more playful and willing to employ greater amounts of creativity and innovation in whatever you are working on? How might you break up old routines in order to do something different with your community that brings excitement through novelty? Be sure to extend your compassion toward nurturing your inner genius as much as you work toward group betterment. On the same day, Monday, April 18th, Sun in 29 degree Aries, square Pluto in 29 degree Capricorn at 8.14 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. At the final degree in Aries, Sun squares off with Pluto. This aspect correlates to a strong emotional trigger that can catalyze a conscious understanding of the core wound and the false self. Final degree is the highest mastery of the elemental energy connected to the sign. Sun in Aries is the creative self-expression. As they become aware of the difficult condition they face about power struggle related to Pluto in Capricorn, they can achieve, Sun can achieve the highest comprehension of their social stratosphere. The work you do, the career you choose, and the amount of money and recognition you possess reflect both your power and limitation. They also have the power to make you feel big or small, empowered or defeated, loved or feared. The deepest core wound is the belief that one is unloved. A false self is architected by the ego to cope with the separation between the self and the unconditional love. The ego builds a false self with negative core beliefs such as I am flawed, I am worthless, I am not good enough, 
I am inadequate, I am alone, I am incomplete, I am powerless, and I am loveless. Equip with the false beliefs, the self then has to prove that they are perfect, worthy, good enough, connected, complete, powerful, and lovable. Sun in Aries has to express itself either through an authentic, joyful, creative self or the blown up version of self created by the wounded, traumatized, or unhealthy ego trying to prove itself. When you live in your authenticity, joy, and creative passion, there is nothing to prove and nothing to compensate. You are fully immersed in the process of creation and expressing grace. Sun Square Pluto is a deeper and more nuanced reality check. Transpersonal, archetypal, and depth psychologies take mental health deeper into the emotional and soulful layers of psychology that hold the core wounds. Popular psychology or life coaching without the understanding of core traumas works more superficially to strengthen the ego. The individual's emotional set point, that is the belief system, is rooted in the unconscious and subconscious. It is a part of your biology since before you were born and while you were in the womb. It takes a tremendous willingness to sit alone with your emotional discomfort to discover how the hidden feelings drive everything you do from the most unkind or addictive behaviors to the bravest endeavor and greatest achievement. Pluto in Capricorn commands going deep or going home, back to the false security. This aspect invites a profound ego unraveling and conscious expansion. This is the time to check in with your gut. Do you have the stomach? Sun in Aries energetically connects to the solar plexus and biologically connects to the gut. Do you have the gut to dive that deep into your own shadow, subconscious emotion, and discover the rich underworld? Where inner wealth and power lie? On Tuesday, Mars Day, April 19th, Sun enters Taurus at 7.24 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Happy mid-spring and happy birth season to all the baby bulls. This is the sweetest season of year for me. I have been admiring bouquets of fragrant flowers in my neighborhood sidewalks and gardens from the roses, daisies, California poppies, California fuchsia, iris, yarrow, and many more. 
Their colors filled and lift my heart. I feel very blessed to live in the Northern California among gentle and lovely beings. We are not without problems, of course. Many experience health disparities and wealth inequalities. Sun in Taurus is the season of gratitude and empathy. Because Venus rules Taurus, their energy is combined with the Sun during the months of Taurus season. The Sun-Venus blend, according to the archetypal universe by Ren Butler, possesses quote a warm and friendly nature, radiant love and grace, harmonious self-expression, happy fun and play, sweetness and light, tendencies toward vanity and self-love, a shallow or saccharine style, laziness and passivity, self-indulgent habits, unquote. A reality check for the Taurus season is recognizing whether or not you are operating at the superficial level and refusing to go deep. Look for the fresh clues from the sun in Aries square Pluto in Capricorn that just occurred on Monday. Even as the sun changes from the final degree of Aries to the first degree of Taurus, the square aspect to Pluto is still within an orb of the square aspect, which is about awareness. Pluto rules Scorpio, the plurality of Taurus. Your Venusian Taurian nature is balanced by the psychic depth of your Plutonian Scorpionic soul. You can experience both the bounty of sensory delight related to Taurus and the dense, rich subterranean passion of Scorpio. Integrating them allows you to both connect outward in order to receive earthly abundance and journey inward to purify feelings into emotional nutrients in order to give back to Mother Earth your invaluable gratitude. In this way, you are receiving from the world exactly what you are ready to give and vice versa. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, April 21st, um, we have the most important um, transit aspect for uh, this week. Saturn in 24 degree Aquarius square lunar nodes at 3.29 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Saturn in Aquarius brings science, communication, technology, and social issues to the top of the collective to-do list and slowly get them done. The last time Saturn was in Aquarius was 28 years ago. The World Wide Web was invented in 1994. We can expect that the next 28 or so year cycle to bring even more advancement in communication technology, medicine, and innovation in general. 
the last couple years also brought to the collective consciousness the social injustices committed by those in power or are protected by the authorities. Saturn is the planet of challenge, authority, and responsibility. Policing, management, and governing are Saturnian jobs. Those of us with a strong Saturn influence in our natal chart are blessed with the ability to refine our physical mastery of the areas related to the sign and house which Saturn resides thanks to the beautiful curse of Saturnian pessimism. Saturn possesses gravitas. They don't dabble. For example, Saturn in Gemini reflects the Hindu proverb, quote, to know, read, to learn, write, and to master, teach, unquote. Saturn is not satisfied with just knowing. That force is authoritative, they master. Knowing where your Saturn is in your natal chart helps you navigate ways to achieve your personal best and express highest standard. In my birth chart, Saturn is in the Gemini sign ruled by Mercury and the third house which is ruled by Gemini. Mercury is the planet of communication, coordination, creative expression, and information processing. The third house is the area of life that has to do with learning and relating with friends, peers, and siblings. While I am optimistic and liberal in many areas of life, I am very conservative when it comes to education and friendship. It takes many years of consistent connection for me to develop friendship and I am extremely loyal to my friends and siblings. With learning, it takes me even more years to master my chosen subject through teaching. Hence, I choose friends and the subjects I study very carefully. If a friendship cannot be long-lasting or an education does not lead to my ability to mastering it due to whatever difficulties and challenges that I foresee into the future, I would not bother to build my knowledge of them and construct long-lasting relationships. However, the rest of my natal chart is more progressive or non-traditional. While Saturn sticks to traditional style, long-held beliefs, and long-lived institutions, I prefer finding my own unique way to success. My seriousness in learning does not limit to acquiring traditional degrees or certificates. 
Throughout early schooling, I avoided the formal curriculum and did all the extra school activities, sports, dance, theater, cheerleading, drum major, and every creative pursuit I could find. When I decided to move to the U.S., I was immersed in arts and put my focus on. Getting accepted into the trade school that would allow me to get into the industry for real work experience as quickly as possible, I started apprenticing at the fashion company DKNY before I even received the associate degree from FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology. True learning for many is pedagogy, but for me, it has to be experiential. Yet, I admire and surround myself with people who possess advanced education degrees. I find their Saturnian expression grounding. Saturn is my favorite. Planet to work with because it balances both Venus and Jupiter, the two planetary archetypes I currently working with to consciously embody. These two friendly and loving archetypes inspire my soul to live up to the beauty and light I see in the world and feel in my heart. While Saturn is more constrictive and constructive. Venus and Jupiter are more expansive. You can learn more about the dynamics of these planets through my private sessions, Venus Enchantment and Jupiter Magic, and book the private sessions with me again on my website. While Saturn connects to personal excellence, Aquarius represents. Interpersonal merit and relates to the collective, the community, the hive mind, and the citizens whose interests lie in social responsibility and progress for their own group. If you consider yourself a global citizen, then your interest is in upgrading the global social system. Maybe you are a cosmic person whose interest lies in uniting with the cosmic intelligence and consciousness. If you consider yourself a national citizen, then your focus is on the flourishing of your country. If you are a native person, then you are working on deepening your connection with the. Land and respecting all the beings who coexist with you on the same land and drinking from the same water, whoever you consider to be your tribe, you respect and look out for their continued survival and success. This is Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn in Aquarius square lunar north node in Taurus and lunar south node in Scorpio heightens the awareness of the collective trauma and survival. The current one and a half year cycle of the lunar nodes in the Taurus-Scorpio axis reflects the collective soul growth toward Venusian nature by way of Plutonian healing. And integration, 
Pluto relates to depth psychology. The collective consciousness around trauma has increased exponentially since the Swiss psychiatrist Carl G. Jung developed his psychological theories on understanding the unconscious mind in the 20th century around the same time that the planet Pluto was discovered in 1930. Venus is trust. Pluto is honesty. Without the honest look into the subconscious and the unconscious, or Pluto in Scorpio, one cannot reveal the Venusian light in their heart. Without honesty, there is no trust. The relationship between you and yourself and you and others cannot go forward. It's a square off between your conscious awareness and your unconscious and subconscious. Pluto wins because the unconscious and subconscious are the hidden motivation. The more you honestly see and fully love all of yourself, the more trust you have for yourself and for others, and the more you can let love in and out. So be honest also about the tendency to navel gaze and perpetually swim in trauma, continually moving from an expert or a healing method or a self-help book, a therapist or a teacher to another is a red flag. Without creating enough space to enjoy life and embrace sensory pleasures, you refuse to come out from the subterranean complex into the light of beauty and grace. The Taurus-Scorpio axis of the lunar nodes reminds you that integration between the unconscious, subconscious, and conscious is the awareness of not just the darkness and light or the black and white, but seeing and loving all shades of gray from the dullest to the brightest. The square aspect is a jarring reality check which reflects the reality that we all live in. Square suggests conflict and tension that can be consciously channeled toward necessary action or unconsciously expressed as hot-headedness, anger, or more intense violence that creates more fear and violence. While Saturn in Aquarius, you might look to your autonomic nervous system for guidance. Aquarius is the electrical force which relates to the neuronal pathways of information within your body and brain. Conscious breathing deregulate the parasympathetic and calm the nerves, which minimize fear. Once fear is eliminated, meditation is possible. Meditation allows you to access the information from the long and expansive view, which leads to insight. 
Insight brings long-term solution that can aid you and your community to progress toward Venus enchantment or North Node in Taurus. On the final day of the week, Sunday, April 24th, we have Mercury making three different aspects. So this is a big uh, mercurial day. First one, Mercury in 24 degree Taurus conjunct lunar nodes at 12.29 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. This conjunction with lunar nodes is significant as it reflects the integration between the mind and the soul journey. Mercury and the lunar node joining one another in Taurus invokes stability and trust. The mind, Mercury, is oriented toward things that are aligned with the core and heartfelt values, tangible and enduring. What has your heart and not so much your mind been praying for? Notice how when you drop your mental awareness on the feeling inside your chest, tension around your brain which connects to the nervous system is released. How might you become as good a heart communicator as a thinker or a conversationalist? How might you expand your self-worth from the heart chakra? Mercury then moves on to another aspect at 24 degree in Taurus, Mercury square, Saturn in 24 degree Aquarius at 6.50 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. The 24 degree point is the key to healing both your mind and heart. As Mercury meets up with the lunar nodes, as well as Saturn and Neptune here today, they reflect their capacity to master the mind in the areas related to Taurus. The square aspect to Saturn in Aquarius is the force that uplifts the mercurial mind to its great height. Saturn invokes personal excellence. Aquarius is the higher octave of Mercury. It is the big or transpersonal mind of the small or personal mind that is Mercury. Wherever Saturn is, that is where the difficulty lies. By only focusing your mind on your personal survival related to Taurus, you cannot achieve its greatest potential. Saturn is here and saying that you must look up and out to connect with other minds connected to Aquarius. Through information technologies and social communication, you can better solve your material limitations and enjoy the good things in life. How might you create a system that allows you to network with more people without blowing up your nervous system, Mercury in Taurus? This is the reality check of the aspect. 
tread carefully. Listen to your autonomic nerves above all. Here is a recipe: one, slow down; two, sit still; three, breathe deeply; four, meditate. Five mentally solve your future problems. It will automatically clear out the current ones. Six, plan systematically, and seven, repeat. The Mercury then moves on to make the to make the final aspect. In twenty-four degree Taurus again, Mercury sextile Neptune in twenty-four degree Pisces at three thirty-seven p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Last week was the first time I ever dreamt about shopping for fine clothes, cooking gourmet food for friends, and preparing for a sumptuous party. These are Venusian themes. My usual dreams are ones of anxiousness and time constraint. In these dreams, I was perpetually late to my classes or appointments. Yet in real life, thanks to the anxious undercurrents, I am almost never late and mostly too early. Now it's very important to distinguish between unconscious dreams and intentional or conscious dreams. Unconscious dreams occur after we fall into unconsciousness or deep sleep. These dreams are a biological process. All the things we have seen and thought and get anxious about recently. All chronically show up in unconscious dreams, like garbages in a trash can to be sorted and emptied out. These unconscious dreams are often distorted or jumbled. The disconnected thoughts and stories are like different trashes in one garbage can. As you sleep, your brain. Clears out the thoughts you no longer need. Conscious dreams, on the other hand, has a unified storyline. Practices such as shamanic dream journey and intentional dream or yoga nidra, the practice of conscious relaxation and connection to a specific intention, are dreams that. You can decipher through archetypal interpretation of the beings, scenes, and situations, and be guided by them as a divination. My Venusian dream came after a pleasant day, enjoying the spring weather and flowers. The day ended with me watching the beautiful period show called the Luminaries. The series is set in the lush New Zealand and starred. The beautiful actor Eva Green, one of my favorite actors, mostly because of all her dark scorpionic roles. There is a good amount of darkness in the show, but I mainly enjoy the beautiful costumes and the decadent setting. 
what one dreams is how one think and vice versa. If my mind had been immersed in darker thoughts throughout that day leading up to the dream, the dream would have been less sweet and possibly darker and more violent. Reality check is balanced by vision quest. Mercury in Taurus, sextile Neptune in Pisces is a whole lot of Neptune, the planet of inspiration. Has your mood shifted since Mars entered Pisces last Thursday, April 14th? Are you feeling a little more love and a little less angry or fearful? Mars joining Venus Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, the sign of universal love, is a whole lot of softness and gentility. The sextile aspect between Mercury in Taurus and Neptune in Pisces correlates to your ability to co-create with the divine and with other beings. Learning to dream consciously allows you to reclaim your childhood imagination and creativity. When was the last time you experienced the purest joy from simple plays and games with your little friends, real and imagined in your immediate environment? How might you recreate that spark with your fairy friends, whoever they are. What dreams are they sharing with you at this time? Thank you so much for listening to the end and for meditating on this week's evolutionary astrology and tending to the soul with me. I appreciate your feedback and input, knowing that what I see above, sense below and feel in my heart also brings meaning to you is deeply nourishing to me. I also offer embodiment practices that ground the energy inward and downward for optimum regeneration. If you are not already a Patreon member, you can purchase the offerings on my website. May the Taurus season bring you the reality that you love and ready to receive in all of its mundane and divine expressions.